Welcome back. We have news on lawmakers trying to meet in Montgomery, a company making masks in Selma, and an iconic institute serving the deaf and blind in Decatur. My name is Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. Eventually, somebody needs to write an alternative history story in which COVID never happened. One of the many, many things that we didn't get to enjoy in 2020 was a full Alabama legislative session. And shoot, that's better than some football seasons. And who knows, had we been able to enjoy a full Alabama legislative session this year, next year we might not be stuck with all this money that we'd much rather be spending on lottery tickets. Beginning on February 2nd, 2021, hopefully we'll get to finally enjoy a full Alabama legislative session. Health experts have had time to tweak best practices and recommend virus protocols, and many of us have gotten pretty good at social distancing and even pulling our masks up over our noses. Still, with the current spike in COVID cases, and since at that point vaccine distribution will likely still be pretty limited at best, the Alabama House of Representatives may decide to meet somewhere other than the Alabama State House when it gets together for the session, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. Majority Leader Nathaniel Ledbetter, a Rainsville Republican, said the goal is still to stay put. But with 105 members and a staff of about 80, they might find some place with a little more room. The folks over in the state Senate have only 35 members, so they're not even thinking about this. But back in the House, Clerk Jeff Woodard oversees operations and staff. Quote, all the discussions I've been having so far is that I cannot socially distance my members without having some in the gallery and some on the sixth floor. And I can't really socially distance and keep the staff socially distanced by letting the public come in. It's just very difficult to socially distance in the state house during a session. So they've been trying to come up with alternatives. They're needing at least 10,300 square feet. One option might be the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center in downtown Montgomery. As for the costs, if the session ran the scheduled 50 15 weeks and you take into account space rental fees, tech and equipment costs, they figure they'd be looking at more than $1.3 million. Representative Ledbetter said he thinks they would be able to use CARES Act money to cover those costs. Another option is for lawmakers to do a lot of their work remotely from offices inside the state house. And if some school kids last spring and this fall have had to try to pass algebra and statistics remotely, maybe it makes sense to try to pass a lottery bill that way, too. Let me add another significant piece of news from the Alabama Senate. Y'all can't tell I edited this in, can you? Senator Cam Ward confirmed this to Mike Kasin. Now, we already knew that Senator Del Mars, an Aniston Republican, wasn't coming back after this term. But now he's stepping down as Senate President Pro Tem for the final two years of the term. So the GOP leadership will be adjusted this way. Greg Reed of Jasper will move from majority leader to president pro tem. And Clay Schofield of Gunnersville will move into the majority leader spot. An Alabama mask producer is expanding, reports AL.com's William Thornton. That's mask producer, not mask producer, M-A-S-K. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey announced that Coleman-based Home Techs is receiving $10.5 million of CARES Act money and that they'll use it to expand into Selma. Up to 325 workers could be hired. The company will be making levels 1, 2, and 3 surgical masks and N95 masks. Through a partnership, Wallace Community College will offer its students apprenticeship programs with Home Techs. Home Techs is known as a maker of DreamFit sheets. The Selma expansion now makes it one of the largest face mask manufacturers in the nation. 
The Alabama Institute for Deaf and Blind will be expanding into a $28 million, 160-acre campus in Decatur, Alabama, reports AL.com's William Thornton. The Talladega location isn't moving. They've been in Talladega since 1858 and aren't going anywhere. But there now will be the Alabama Institute for Deaf and Blind North at the Lorlene B. Wallace Developmental Center in Decatur. The Institute's president, John Masha, quote, AIDB North will allow us to expand our world-class operations. However, this This will not lessen our commitment to the state of Alabama as a whole. Well, thank you all for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Until then, stop by and see us anytime you want to on the World Wide Web at AL.com. 